Have you ever felt isolated? Have you ever felt that everyone around you doesn't see what you see? Have you ever felt as if everyone is out to get you at all costs? Hi, everybody. My name's Stuart Brisgale. That's David Solomon. We're on the Sprite Sides today. Welcome. This is the Rant Network. This is where we bring you an unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a range of topics. Lately, it's been about October 7th, and today is February 12th. This is a platform designed to give opinions, share thoughts and experiences and ideas from a variety of perspectives, and clearly an honest opinion without any media bias. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern for the latest news, pop culture, and so much war. Rants about absurdity, rants about modern life, and deeper issues affecting society. So sit back, relax, and and join us on this exploration. David is literally, I think, the guy to talk about this. You know, we remember October 7th, the world got together to condemn one of the most horrific acts in history next to World War II. And, you know, some people are going to argue this, that there was the, the, the crazy, unfortunate disasters in other countries where, where thousands of people have been massacred, even leading up to Sarajevo, where the stadium for the Olympics was used to mass murder. But somehow, October 7th per capita, like if you really figure out the numbers, was genuinely the worst incident since World War II. You would think the world would stand behind a country defending its right to survive and willing to do anything to get back its hostages that were unlawfully taken, held against their will in conditions below the Geneva standard. United States used to have a policy, leave no person behind. It actually leave no man behind, let's be honest. It's now no person behind. And they clearly have done this in Afghanistan, this administration, and probably has done it in other incursions around the world that we've yet to know about. And the world would have Israel allow countries like Qatar, countries like Yemen, decide how we should get back our hostages. Seems like I want to go to the wolf to get permission to get into the den. David, did I start off right? Yeah, listen, you you started off right, but I think that there's there's a lot more to it than than that today. And and folks, I got to tell you, over the weekend, over the last three days, um, you know what Stuart said about people remembering October seventh? It's fading in the memory. Yep, it's fading in the memory. You could see it in the media. You could see it in the questioning. You could see it in the politicians. October 7th is fading in the memory. I spoke to yesterday someone who actually visited the, the couple of the kibbutzim and the towns in the area that was absolutely destroyed, where the rapes, the murders, the burning occurred. Um, he was at a loss of words as to, how, to explain what happened, even though I asked him. He says, you cannot, exp- you cannot understand and describe what happened. He goes, Holocaust survivors are calling it worse than the Holocaust. 
So when you have that as part of your, you know, in you, and an entire country of 9 million, which includes Jews, Arabs, Muslims, Druze, Bedouins, all Christians, all were hurt and impacted on October the 7th, all, without exception. And I could care less about the, the, the a lot of the statements and the BS. But when you hear that this is about bringing home your hostages, bringing home your family, and there are two were rescued overnight in Rafiq, and the only thing the world wants to focus on is that Israel, put in quotation marks, killed 60 people. What they failed to tell you is that those two people were in a residential building and where Hamas brought them there to so that Israel could purposely kill Palestinians. Doesn't matter. Until now, the United States stood by Israel. One by one, many world leaders have lost the intestinal fortitude to stand by her because politically they were getting heat. The noise from the media, the noise from the left were frightening many leaders, including France, including Canada, who has no intestinal fortitude. Uh, I'd like to do a test there to see if there's anything there. And until recently, Joe Biden said he would stand by Israel. Israel, the United States, you know, you always said Israel's best friend was the United States until the Obama administration. When Barack Obama took over as president of the United States, he changed the policy towards Israel. He wanted to force Benjamin Netanyahu into taking a two-state solution, even though from a security and from other perspectives, it was an awful arrangement. But Obama wanted to force Israel. Obama's hate towards Israel and his love towards those the, the Arabs, the, the terrorists, because he supported the Muslim Brotherhood. He supported other terrorist organizations. His hate towards Israel was unbelievable. And yet, for eight years, he tried to force Netanyahu into taking a terrible deal that would hurt the security of Israel. Netanyahu fought it off for eight years. When Joe Biden was elected president, Netanyahu was hoping that Biden would take it a little differently, and he did. He took it a little differently, and then since October 7th, had stood by him. But as Stuart, as we saw last week, Mr. Biden's memory and capacities have been challenged. Here's the problem. World leaders like Northern Ireland's new first minister, and I'm and and I'm 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 appalled and sickened by this, Michelle O'Neill. She decided that Hamas is a future partner for peace in the Middle East. Really? She's thinking that Hamas is like Sinn Fein or the IRA. They're the same. Oh, how little faith you understand and how, how you get that. We've seen the United Nations Relief Workers Association exposed for what it's worth over the weekend, Stuart. UNRWA. You know, UNRWA. God bless them. They got people who ran on rest said, we had no idea their terror tunnels under our building. No, 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 no. Terror tunnels, their headquarters was Correct. based directly under, and I believe Correct. they have discovered access to UNRWA weapons, through there. Weapons, yeah. absolutely. Okay, but now the pressure is on the United States because the U.S. has been the last of the ones to hold off on condemning Israel. And now because Joe Biden's memory or his whatever has gone, the State Department, which is all ex-Obama people, has taken over. It allegedly, it looks like they're taking over and are wanting to force Israel into a two-state solution. I don't get it. That's like going to Osama bin Laden after he blew up the Twin Towers and said, you know what? 
here's a billion bucks. Let's be buddies. The hell is that crap? Israel is like, it's, 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 it's purely about creating not a two-state solution, Stuart, but a one-state solution. Well, it's a one-world solution. No, no, it's, it's a one-state one solution. World solution. No, sir. It's a one-state solution where Israel would be eliminated and it's an Arab state. Well, that, that's what this yeah, is. That, it's not a two-state solution. But that's the one Sorry. that's called the one-world solution that they have been seeking and they're playing the long game for a thousand years. There's nothing new. No. I'm saying the State Department today has decided, just like, you know. Let's be realistic. Israel should not exist. It sides with the left. These are people who I hardly would believe even know what 9-11 was and are now excited to get rid of the state of Israel and put an Arab state in there. This is the abandonment. The United States is on the verge of abandoning her partner in the Middle East. Now, Stuart, I got to tell you, strategically, with Putin... North Korea and Iran, China becoming a global threat. China and China eliminating Israel would be a catastrophic decision okay. by the State Department. David, I, I let you run for a bit. Let, let, let's talk about just history. You had the Access and the Allies. The Access line has been drawn now for quite some time. The destabilization of the United States from the top down is really the catalyst of a lot of these incursions. I truly believe that Israel has a right to defend itself, as does every other country, including the Ukraine. Now, I think that we're being invaded from the south. Some would say we're being invaded from the north and south. The ideological views are seeping into this country. And this country has stood for 250 years as a republic. But the government would have you not remember that it's a republic and that we have the right to choose. And this, the federal government doesn't dictate. We currently have a situation where the question and the world is questioning President Joe Biden. Do you think other world leaders that have met with President Biden don't think he's one off and that he's being run almost like a Manchurian candidate? Because you know what? Do I think he, he's a good guy? No. I think for 40 years, his policies have always chosen the wrong side. But do I think that he firmly believes that he's being run? No, I don't think he knows he's being run. I think he thinks he's doing right by the country and everything that he's doing is the right by the country. He doesn't fully comprehend the Southern border. And it's that. Stuart, we're talking about, I know. we're talking about, and in regard, right, but, but the foreign policy extends now to Israel, the Arab yes. nations. Really? You want to trust the state of Israel to the Arab world? No, the opposite. Right. The Arab world, the Arab world has said, "Don't bug me with it." Saudi Arabia has clearly said, "You go figure out oh, a two-state solution." No, no, Egypt, not no, me. Egypt, Egypt's now put troops on a border. 
Yeah, but Egypt put the troops on the border, so make sure that they don't cross into Egypt. They have no interest in getting involved really? in Gaza. So, so, so the Palestinians can't go to Egypt. Are, are they Muslims? No, Muslims? Stuart, Stuart, the Palestinians can't go to Egypt or Jordan. It's the borders were closed ages ago. Wow. The point of the matter is, is that the world, and again, the pressure, you know, listen, I'll, I'll tell you what sickens me, okay? It's the depth of hate and anti-Semitism. Israel played basketball. Young girls play basketball against Ireland. Okay? The Irish team refused to shake hands with the Israeli girls. Like, this is the world we're in today. Yeah. Israel is a Listen, in judo, In judo, the Iranian no, fighters refused to fight the Israelis. No, you're comparing. No, forget Iran. What the hell are you comparing? Iran hates Israel. Fine. And they know that if they go back to Iran after shaking the hand of a no, Jew, losing. they hang. No, losing. Losing. Ah, that too. That too. And the Turks and the other Arabs. I get it. But this is a country that is part of the European Union, or was part of the European Union, claimed to be part of like a relationship with Israel, and refused to shake hands with it. I mean, this is sports. So the pariah state, Israel is a pariah state, worse than Russia, who, by the way, continues to bomb Ukraine, who continues to kill people indiscriminately. And there's not one resolution, one force. Nobody's forcing Russia into taking anything. No one's forcing anything. But here, Israel is going to be forced against her will, against her better security, because a bunch of anti-Semites who can't take the pressure, who love the left, or whatever you want to call it, are willing to throw Israel under a bus. I think it's a horrific idea, not just for Israel, but for the world as a whole. You want to fend off our enemies. And I'm sorry, Russia, Iran, China, North Korea, these are our enemies. And they want our destruction. And Hamas and all the rest of those proxies are part of this gang of hate. Getting rid of Israel would be a colossal mistake. David, I'm just going to end, because we're wrapping up this quarter hour, by saying I pray that you, the voter, really understand the facts. Get out of mainstream media and listen to oh, the facts. Because you know what? I, I don't want to be biased. We're not Fox News. We're not CNN. We're not MSNBC. This is a rant network. We actually listen to the world. David, no, they, last word on wrapping up. Stuart, they don't want to hear it. They want to hear what they want to hear. And if you hate Israel, you're going to go to MSNBC. You'll go to Al Jazeera. I mean, for crying out loud, how Al Jazeera is being broadcast in airports in the United States is mind-boggling. <laughs> you want to talk about hate news? That's hate news. Congratulations, yeah, ladies. We, and we should talk about that laptop that we discovered. And on that note, Stuart. That's all for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in and listening to The Rat Network. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation, gained some valuable insight. We appreciate your support. Love us, like us, listen to us. We see. Anyways, guys, join us next time for another thought-provoking conversation every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. Please, guys, download the podcast, download the videos. We love it. We, you know, get the content. YouTube, subscribe. David wants subscribe to push subscriptions channel, to YouTube. Subscribe, In the meantime, don't forget subscribe. to follow us on social media, whichever your preferred source is. Remember, we're always interested in hearing from our viewers, and we also want you to keep in touch. PM us. Next time, keep on ranting. David, wrap it. Cheers. Cheers.